are you adequately prepared for the nicest episode we have ever done? You bet your ass I am. Whoa, language. <laughs> Family-friendly show. It is not because... <laughs> no. What? This is this is a very nice episode. It is a nice episode. It's a nice episode. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh. Hello. Hi. Welcome to episode 69, nice, nice. of <laughs> the seasonal anime checkup OVA. <laughs> oh, I was wondering if you could get through that. <laughs> we're, we're very mature adults. Oh, yeah. Oh. Hello, I'm Jared. That is the 2018 Best AMV of the Year Award winner. And Ladium, you know, they were just like, wow. You know, it's it's the beginning of April, but the award's already been sewn up. Nailed We've it. We've seen the best. Nailed it. That's it. <laughs> Signed, sealed, and delivered. Ever made. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally just like, all right, how am I going to make this for Jared? How am I going to make this happen? And it happened. It did. It was a thing. Oh. Anyways, this is a podcast, as you're well aware. It's where we have conversations, you know, about stuff like video games, animes, the mangas, those AMVs. sorts of things. Ams. Ams. Welcome to uh, this week's discussion about which Dragon Ball Z slash Linkin Park AMV is the hottest of the week. Why would you pick Dragon Ball Z? Because that's like prime AMV category. Man, no, it's Kingdom Hearts. No. Dude, go look and see how many Kingdom Hearts AMVs exist. Go look and see how many Dragon Ball Z AMVs there are. Yeah, but Dragon Ball Z is terrible. Uh, so it's Kingdom Hearts, but... <laughs> At least the art's somewhat pretty on Kingdom Hearts. I mean, is it? It's generic. I would take Dragon Ball over Kingdom Hearts art any day of the week. Twice on Sunday. Plus you get more Linkin Park probably. Well, well, yeah. I mean, Kingdom Hearts is very angsty. Yeah, you might get some Evanescence sprinkled in oh. there a little bit. <laughs> Wake me up. <laughs> Perfect. That is not what we're talking about this week. No, not even remotely related. The AMV bit is just an inside joke between us. I mean, if they really want to know, they can like go on Twitter and ask us. Because, I mean, I'll show anybody who wants to see it. Yeah, that's true. But it's just a matter of it was for for the lulls, if you will. Pretty much. Uh, so yeah, we're not talking about AMVs today, as much as that would be a really dumb and goofy topic. But it's time to Atome. The Atome Queen returns. The Atome Queen has risen from her throne and blessed us with her presence once again. Yay. And she's like, hey, what's up? I got some Atome to talk about. Uh-huh. I'm real stoked to talk about this Atome. <laughs> I dated some boys, yo. I did. I dated so many boys. Uh, we are talking about the very recently released, code realized, 
Realize code realize <laughs> not realized. Future blessings, aka code realize. Shukufuku no mirai, as it was titled in Japan. I forget what the title is for the PS4 version, but it's essentially the same thing. Bouquet of rainbows. Wow, that is a name. That's the uh, the combo pack, which features original Code Realize and then the fan disc. Wow. On PS4 for the very first time in America. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 yes. Wow. So those are both out. They are. They are. Which those originally came out, uh, the, the original version of the fan disc came out in November 2016 on the, the Vita. The... The combo pack for Japan came out in August of 2017, and then both of those came out over here just recently, March 30th, 2018. So there you go. That's that's your that's your information dump. <laughs> so this thing is weird in the fact that like if you for some reason you stumbled upon this thing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, that seems cool. I like Otome games. And you hadn't played the first one. Boy, howdy, would you be confused. Yeah, no kidding. Like, it is absolutely essential that you play the first game in yeah. order to get anything at all out of Future Blessings. Period. Full stop. Like, Which is, you that's have the, to play the first one. That's the good thing about the PS4 version is that it's like, hey, we're putting both these together so you don't get confused. The Vita version, it's a little more like, uh, look... If you know what this is, you probably know what you're getting into, so just have at it. Basically, yeah. It was smart for the PS4 to bundle them together, but... Yeah. I can understand why they didn't on the Vita. Uh, Both versions as well came with limited edition versions. I got the limited edition, guys. (laughs) Which everyone's like, wow, we... We are all very shocked about that. <laughs> Who is surprised? So why don't you uh, give us a rundown of what was included in the limited edition? All right. Well, I got the Vita version. Correct. So, which there wasn't much difference between the Vita version and the PS4 version in terms of the limited edition. I think there was like one thing difference. Yeah. So I'll start with that. The one thing different is that. The Vita version comes with a slip case that you can put Code Realize and then the second one, uh, Future Blessings, into the slip case, which if they release the third fan disc, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. That's but... exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a really neat slip, uh, slip cover and it's got like pretty art on the outside. Uh, and it says like Code Realize Collection on the outside. It's, it's really swanky. I was pretty stoked by it. And... Uh, <laughs> It also, are you laughing at me? <laughs> you call it swanky. It is. Swanky. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it came with character cards, so they're like nice quality paper and um, like uh, the Fire Emblem cards. Yeah. Um, so it has like the official character art on one side, and then a description of who the character is on the back side. Really nice. Um, there for most of the characters that um, you would either date or have a route with. And then I got a set of pins, which have like the chibi versions of all the characters that you see like in the menus. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a ton of pins. And I had a moment of like, I cannot put these on either my purse or my backpack because it's going to look like I'm a crazy person because <laughs> there's so many pins. So I'm going to make them into magnets and then just look like a crazy person in my house, which if you're in my apartment, then you know I'm a crazy person anyway. I mean, you have a lot of magnets as is, so I don't think people are going to be that concerned. Yeah, I know, but the buttons, they'd be like, whoa, that's a that's a whole lot of buttons. Uh, and then it came with a cloth poster. And it's got, like, all the the OG datables on a motorcycle or scooter or something like that. Vroom, vroom, going with- on my steampunk motorcycle from the 19th century. <laughs> uh, it's got all their signatures, which... Um, I pointed out that there are two errors, or one and a potential error on spelling, which uh-huh. it's okay. Um, I made a joke with you because they spelled uh, Victor Frankenstein as Victor Frankenstein, <laughs> and I was like, oh no, it's the alternate universe of the, the Berenstain Bears. Um, and oh. then we were questioning, because I see it, I was comparing other letters and other people's names, but it looks like Abraham and Abraham Van Helsing is spelled wrong uh, because the B doesn't look like any of the other Bs on the cloth poster, but um, you just thought it was a weird B. So There's it, the potential to make it to where it looks like it could be okay. It's questionable. It's questionable, but the poster itself is really nice and... Um, I have a hard time figuring out how to do cloth posters when they don't have weights on them, so I have to figure out if I can like frame it or whatever. But it, it's it's really really nice that it came in a a big box with everybody dressed in like white gear. It was rad. Wedding Mine was gear. A little, little beat up. It was it wedding gear. It was white. Well, I think I mean Cardi is dressed in like a a wedding gown. I think in that um, in that art with them. So. Oh. At least it looks like it. I mean, it's it's basically the same as like it's the same art that you get when you get the credits when you go through the 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 original dudes routes. OG dudes. The og dudes. Og dudes. I mean, yeah, I guess it's a wedding dress. I don't know. <laughs> You're that uh, they're all dressed in white, and they're like, "Don't get a stain on this, please, please, keep us away from stained areas." <laughs> Uh, I think that the one who looks the least like himself in that art, though, is uh, Lupin. His hair is awful. I don't know what they did to it. <laughs> he had a bad hair day. They also very, very made it prominent that MP has like the the tooth. What what word am I? Sharp tooth. Fangs. Fangs. Yes. <laughs> the tooth. I would hope he have teeth. <laughs> I mean, it is 19th century yeah, London. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody had teeth, Jared. Or if you're like Nemo and you just have yellow teeth for the the aesthetics. I still haven't figured out if his teeth are just yellow or if like he's coated them with something. I think they're metal coated. He's got gold grills. He does have a grill. It's so weird. <laughs> Nemo's about to drop the hottest mixtape of 19th century London. <laughs> So anyway, that's a rundown of your limited edition. That, that's that is it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice, nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So the the big thing about this is that you know it's called a fan disc, which I don't know the 
the, the like the origin of why that's called that or what, but essentially it's just like a a fan servicey type of thing that extends the story of I would assume just visual novels in general. Yeah. So for this you get bonus stories that extend past the original routes of all the five main dudes, mm-hmm. the OGs, the Augs. And then you get three bonus stories and then like a a fourth pseudo bonus story. So you get one that is you get a route for everyone's favorite detective Herlock Shulmay. There is a route where you get to hang out with some mobsters. Yep. <laughs> and there's a new route uh, involving Phoenix. Phoenix? Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> Don't touch me. And then there's also like this this little thing where after you you beat each one of those you get a, like a a little scene with everyone's favorite vampire Drakchon. Yep. And those are just like little self-contained stories that you get to learn like, more about who he is. Yeah. And they'll take like f- 5 minutes at best. Yeah. Like they're not super long. So yeah, a bunch of new stuff. It is a lot of new stuff. A surprising um, amount of new stuff. Like the length in general of like a lot of the things is like is not exactly what I was expecting because you you when you think of like, oh, it's just a fan disc of like, here's some bonus things. You, you're not expecting it to necessarily be, I guess, similar in length to the original game. Yeah. I guess for me, it was more that I was expecting it to be around maybe like 10 to 15 hours. But it's it's a lot longer game than that. Yeah, I don't know how many hours I put into it. I probably don't want to know. <laughs> Let's be real. Lots. Yeah. There was there was some uh trading off of sleep for Code Realize this weekend. Which if you listen to the other episodes of this of about this series, no one's gonna be surprised by that. No. No. <laughs> so one of the things that surprised me the most about this is that I didn't realize that this wasn't the same as the the newer one because I thought this one had voice acting for Cardia in it, but I think that's just the next one. Yeah, so, like, so that's the third <laughs> fan disc. Yeah, so like when she didn't when she didn't start talking, I was like, "Uh, you're supposed to are you supposed to be talking?" <laughs> like, nope. I'm like, oh, okay. That's the uh, yet to be translated second fan disc. That is true. Which hopefully that comes about, that they they bring that over. I mean, yeah. Like we we talked about this um, while we were playing it. Like that's gonna pretty much revolve around whether or not like this does well. Mm. But considering you know they brought this over, brought this fan disc over in general. Like original it's Code Realize had in yeah, and of itself. <laughs> original Code Realize had to have done well enough for them to to even consider bringing this over. So. Hopefully that means, you know, this does well enough that they'll consider bringing the, the next fan disc over because if it's anything like this one, like it's going to be weird and wacky and probably a lot of fun. So also it's a Christmas story. So yay, a good way to wrap to gather everyone around for the holidays and talk about steampunk 19th century London and dates and boys. 
Yep. You get some, uh, man, I saw the official artwork for that one. I'm like, oh, there's some nice winter gear in that. That's <laughs> some nice winter gear. Especially because given what happens in this, like, what else can happen? <laughs> I mean, some, I also uh... thought that about Code Realize. But yeah, no. that that is 100% true. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know what? I there's They could just throw whatever at me. And I'm like, you know what? This makes sense. Sure. <laughs> <True>. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's let's dive into the uh let's dive into the game itself then. All right, let's do it. Because boy howdy, there's some weird stuff in this thing. Yeah. Let's talk about the uh the original dudes. Yep. Because they're they're the original dudes. Mhm. There you go. Uh do you want to start off with anyone? Um I want to save my two favorite ones for last so that would be Impy and Victor and I don't say them favorite as in like best boy style favorite I mean like I feel like those were the two strongest of the stories alright well let's start with Van Helsing it was bad anyways here we go next one (laughs) it was bad I Um, didn't even I skipped entirely through it because you were like oh this is terrible I was like well that's A not surprising giving that dude's character and B I gotta hurry up and get through this. So what if I just skip through this entirely? Yeah. So Van Helsing's entire plot line of that is that like he's doing too many things to make Cardia happy, and Cardia is worried that he's also not happy. Um, and he gets like caught up in all this nonsense. So they get into a fight and like stop talking to each other. Good. <laughs> entirely, and um. <laughs> It's, it's it's real weird. And so um, Lupin and Impy go to Van Helsing. And they're like, you know what? We're going to do a bunch of stuff today. And so they basically do to him what he's been doing at Cardia by like making him do whatever he wa- like they want to do. And he's like, okay, this is not fun. I'm not enjoying myself. Um, Impy's like, really? <laughs> Who would have thought? Wow, you're not having fun. Because you're doing stuff that we want to do and not you. Hmm. I'm like, you know what? Good on you, Impy. Good on you. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Victor is uh, pep-talking Cardia and essentially at one point like threatens Van Helsing. And I'm like, wow, Victor. <laughs> Jesus. Because uh, he's like, yeah, dude, you made her cry. That is not cool. Uh... And I think, like, the weirdest part of this is that at one point, Van Helsing goes to a bartender while they're out, like, in public and asks him, like, how does she look? Is she attractive? <laughs> and then, like, the guy's like, yeah, man, you guys are, like, the most attractive, like, couple that's coming to this bar tonight. And I'm like, what? I don't know. Why does this, what? <laughs> but, um... Van Helsing also pulled some like mega bull with his like certain outfits that you own should only be seen by me and I'm like get f-ed, man you suck you're the worst <laughs> um anyway they they like get married or some shit. I don't know I Van Helsing terrible I absolutely hate Van Helsing and his story was just like so petty and immature and ridiculous like 
they're supposed to be grown adults. And, like, this man is a weapon of war, and he can't figure out, like, hmm, maybe I should talk to the person. No, that's very hard to distinguish. Come on. awful. Anyway, Van Helsing route is worse route. I was actually kind of surprised how normal Saints is. Yeah, that was a bummer. It was because his was like the most bonkers of yeah. all the OG guys, and then like this route was. It's just like he normal. gets real, he gets sad. He gets really sad. <laughs> we learn about like odd. we learn we learn about a new apostle from Idea. He gets real sad. There's a boat. Yeah. So basically. Because of the the last game, they're trying to find a way to cure Cardia and keep Idea off of them. Right. And it's been like a year, and they still don't have any kind of leads on it. So they go and to like they go to France, and one of the people, or like the person who recruited Saint Germain, had like a he- like a hideout there. So they go mm-hmm. and find that and they try and rummage through stuff because he had like trashed yeah like he had been researching basically the same stuff that like about like the philosopher's stone and all that sort of stuff yep but they don't find anything and all that and it's just like oh it's time to get sad well because um each apostle of idea before they accept the idea of immortality and um like being a killer for the the group essentially is yeah. that they get one wish. Yeah. And so um, you don't really know what Saint's wish is at that point, but you find out that the the guy that he was friends with, and he's like, all right, I'll make that happen. Because they, they basically do that at the very beginning of like, oh, here's when he was getting getting the offer and he gets the wish. And it's like, and it shows him like, oh, I want. And then it's like cuts out. And, it's like, and then you see the dude like, okay, well, we can do that. Yep. Uh, um, the guy they that was the the friend of Saint Germain was someone I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Other than his name reminded me of trigonometry, <laughs> so that's all I knew. I looked it up and it was like a cross between like a Greek and Egyptian god. Hmm. If I want to say right, hang on. Let me, uh, let me, 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 I know Thoth because of Persona and also Jojo. Yes. <laughs> um, so you find out that, like, for one, Saint has another duplicate mansion in Paris. <laughs> because why not? Can't um, have too many duplicate mansions. He has so many duplicate Like, this is the third one that we know of. And, like, he ends up having a super angsty moment. God, he does. Where, like, you realize that he hasn't, like, 
been putting his entire effort into this because he's afraid that if she gets cured that like she'll leave him because with her having the poison he feels like he's the only one that can be there for her like as a lover because he's the only one that can survive it right um meanwhile they also run into lupin in france because he's like yeah <laughs> he's I just there here. he's like i live here why wouldn't i be here and um they're like oh right you are french aren't you which they really, they really they go em- hard into. They emphasize that he's French this time. Like throughout the entirety of the game, it's like him just being like, "Today be in." Hello, I'm very French. He he didn't do that in the original game, so no. they they really really amped up the Frenchness in this one. But uh, so they run into him, and Cardi is like, "Hey man, um, Saints being weird. Can you maybe like?" figure something out and he's like yeah I got you I got you not weird so they have a talk and basically Lupin's like dude you're being dumb Cardia picked (laughs) you like get over yourself also he had the thing that the they were looking for yeah so they were looking for an emerald tablet and like (laughs) this entire scene really made me laugh because it turns out that he was the one who looted the yeah. the research lab and he's like I think the one who stole it was me <laughs> whoops and then it turns out that he didn't sell that because he didn't know who it had belonged to he's like yeah I'll just keep this because I don't know who it would belong to so I don't know yeah it this went, is mine now it went against his gentleman thief <laughs> ways of like selling things that belong to wealthy people so he kept it and he's like mm, here you go you can have it. And uh, it turns out that the emerald is really useful in negating her, her poison. Mm-hmm. So Victor is like, hey, I can I can manufacture some stuff out of this and make it work. And they figure out how to cure. And she gets an emerald engagement ring, wedding ring, whatever you want to call it. And uh, they figure they go, their shit out. They go on a boat. They go to Egypt. They go to Egypt. It becomes JoJo, and then they make a, a, a Raiders reference, a like Raiders a very, re- very specific one. Yeah, they make a very specific Raiders of the Lost Ark reference. I'm like, wow. Yeah, like they were, they were not subtle. <laughs> so that was, uh, it was good, but it wasn't what I was expecting from Yeah, because like, like you said earlier, after the first game where that route is just absolutely bonkers. Mm-hmm. This being so down to earth and normal was, I mean, it's kind of a disappointment. But that bonkers is still present in this. It still exists. It's just but it's with someone else you were totally not expecting. Yeah. The one thing that I do want to say about Saints Route, though, is that I thought it was a good parallel that, um, like, his mentor guy whatever guy from idea like the reason he was studying the philosopher's stone was one to fulfill the wish which was like for him to have some happiness and then two it was because he no longer wanted to be immortal so he was trying to basically break the rules so that omnibus would take away his immortality and he could die he was bored he was bored (laughs) and um I think I thought that was a really nice parallel because in the original game, Saint had given up his immortality in order to be with Cardia, 
Mm-hmm. And so, like, you had this situation where the both of them, like, gave it up in order to get what they want, essentially. And, man, the guy planning way ahead, like, I'm going to study some Philosopher's Stone stuff to make you happy, kiddo. It'll it'll be a while. <laughs> but good on you, I guess, Mr. Mr. Hermesoth. So yeah, there's that. Yeah, yeah, that one was. Uh, it's weird. Surprisingly tame. Yeah. I guess next we should talk about Lupin. And his was good. It just wasn't. It wasn't as good as the other two that I yeah. liked so much. Um, I, I felt like this one was mostly just like. Cardia needing to find closure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and also like. And also having PTSD in a way. Yeah. Which I was kind of surprised about. The thing that kind of bugged me about this is that they kind of did the same thing as Van Helsing where they had like the insecurities of their relationship. Yeah. And but the way that they gave this one closure in terms of those insecurities worked way better than Van Helsing's partially because of the CG with, uh, with Lupin and Cece. Yeah. Um, holding the dog. Yeah. I mean, like you start out this route with like naked dude and which I know I mentioned this to you and I'm going to mention it again here. This game so gave me so much like back and shoulder porn and it was wonderful. <laughs> it was a plus. I was all about it. Um, backs and shoulders, man. Like mega, mega weakness. And like, hey, here you lay backs and shoulders. Here's some artwork. Um, but yeah, you like start the route and it's like, wow, they are straight up naked. All right. Well, she's wearing a nightgown or whatever, but. Um, Going so to the she... bone zone. Nice. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they are not subtle about the fact that he's been taken out of the bone zone pretty regularly. They don't have no chastity chalice to stop them. Mm-mm, mm-mm, none. He's he's the get it done tuxedo mask, you know. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so she feels like he stole her heart, but she didn't steal his, and I I don't get that because like. He's still like coming to see her all the time and doing nice things for her. So like obviously he likes her. I don't I don't know what yeah. what that was about. And they're married and they've been married for a week. So like girl, get it together. Um <laughs> uh, so she starts going to to the friends to figure out like, hey, how do I steal his heart? And the first time that somebody tries to help it, <laughs> it's a disaster because <laughs> For some reason, it's Victor and, like, you, don't ever go to Van Helsing for love advice, period. And so Van Helsing's there, Victor's there, and Drac is there, but, like, hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> and, like, they fake it a home invasion to try and scare them in order to bring them closer. It's like, and, why? <laughs> what I don't are you know. doing? You, you get the eat stick line, which is really good. Eat stick. Eat stick. But yeah, like... Drac falling from the sea land. Like, it didn't work! It was, like, the greatest <laughs> thing in the entire universe. But, um... So that failed. <laughs> Miserably. 
Yeah. So then she went to MB and Saint, and they're like, "We have an idea. We'll take you on a date." And so she's like, "Hey, I'm going out. I want to go on a date." And he's like, "Oh, that makes sense. I shouldn't go with you for that." And like as she's walking in, he's like, "Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait just a minute. We're married." <laughs> You can't just go on dates with people. <laughs> so she goes on a date with MP and Saint and um, <laughs> Lupin like tails them but has CC with him for some reason. And it leads to this wonderful CG that has like four different variations of him like reacting to the conversations that they're having. It's very great, good. Cause, yeah, because CC's just having like the time of his life. He's so happy. And that's mainly why I like those CGs. It's like CC's just like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> and so Cardia basically like tells them why she's in love with Lupin and like all these insecurities she's having. And he overhears it. And he ends up like going to her and confessing that like he's not good at showing that you know, he, he loves her, but that it's impossible, to, it's factually impossible to steal something twice. And so he's implying that, like, you can't steal his heart because he already stole it. Factually impossible. It's what he says. <laughs> and I mean, like, I don't think that's necessarily true. <laughs> but I mean, he is the gentleman thief and I am not. So I'm pretty sure he, like, stole her twice at points. He did. He did. He literally did. Probably more than twice. But anyway, they kiss at the sunset. And like, you think that's where it's going to end, but it doesn't. And it's like, I need closure on my family. So I like this part, though, like a lot. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, Because you get to find out more about like what what Isaac's deal was. Mm Mm-hmm. Because throughout it, you you realize, like, oh, he's trying to recreate his kids, and he's kind of unhinged, and by kind of, I mean very unhinged. (laughs) And you don't really get a whole lot of, like, information as to who he was besides, like, a genius. Right. And so she tries to figure out, like, how do I learn who he was? And um, I think my favorite part was that basically they, they go on a home invasion scheme and and he's like we are at buckingham palace how is this a home invasion he's like it's an acquaintance that we have and it is her home it is therefore the home invasion of an acquaintance it's like so basically there's an archive of all of his stuff secret archive secret archive that no one can access except for everyone and by that, I mean Victoria and um, Leonhardt. I forget what, is it like number eight Leonhardt? No, color number eight. <laughs> color eight Leonhardt. Color zero. Um, so he can access it and then like Lupin's there. But Leonhardt's like, I don't trust you. Don't steal anything. <laughs> I know what your deal is. <laughs> so she finds a diary. And I thought the interesting part about this was that she mentioned specifically, like, you see some notes where it seems like a normal 
note taking and then like you see something where it seems like he's completely unhinged like on the same page mm-hmm. so you can like see that Isaac was losing his mind trying to figure out all this sciencey stuff and he found a picture of his family yay yay <laughs> my voice broke I heard <laughs> um, it's cute I didn't realize that Cardia and Finis were twins until this game but they are which they beat over your head in the in a later yeah they do later but it was cute to see like his or their mom and his wife and he's like super smiley and so like they really try and like drive it home that he really was just trying to see his family again and like it doesn't justify what he did but you can kind of understand more of like what happened to him to make him go that route right um i can't remember is it like at the back of the diary that he says that he like goes to that spot all the time or it might be in the middle of the diary anyway he talks about this spot that he's in love with that he would really like his kids to see it. And I think, I think the back of the diary thing was like, hey, if, if I go crazy, remember I had humanity at one point. Help. <laughs> Which, wow, imagine that. He went crazy. <gasps> wow. Wow. So she kind of gets like, her question was like, "What kind of love did he, did he have for this version of Cardia versus like the original Cardia?" Right. And like, same for Finnis, which that's a whole different story. But she wanted to understand like what kind of love he had for his family, and she got an answer on that. And um, I'm just thinking of the end now, where like MB comes in and like. <laughs> drops Lupin like tied his arms and legs are tied and he just like drops him down onto a, a here you go onto the wall and he's like if that had been anybody else they would have died <laughs> which in this version Impy's going to America to go he to goes the there a lot and like a lot of the routes mm-hmm. I'm still so confused by the fact that Victor got married and Saints were out and has kids yeah that was just like a random like matter of fact thing like oh yeah you got married and has kids now I guess I don't know yeah. like he's the only one that in somebody else's route like finds somebody else you know yeah but yeah so MP goes to America in a few routes but this one he's he, he first has to almost kill Lupin in order to go to America <laughs> oh well should we since we're speaking of him should we talk about MP's route? Well, first, um, the drop-off at the wall, she she basically wanted him to see that because she figures out that that's the spot that her dad liked so much and wanted his kids to see. So yeah, she basically says, like, I don't have anything to give you except for, like, this. So enjoy this view. And then, like, you get petals and it's pretty. And anyway, they're in love again. Yay. <laughs> so then Empy. Shoujo happens. Shoujo. I love Shoujo. 
I like Dempsey's route. I like yeah, so did route I. a lot, and I like Impy. Impy's good, but Impy wasn't like one of my favorites from the original. Mm-hmm. But like this route really solidified me like liking Impy as a character a whole lot. Um, because she was not cured at the end of his and and I no. get, I think by the end of everybody's at this point she is cured um but she spoiler alert she's not she's still poisonous and so they have like moments where they want to like touch each other they want to kiss or whatever and they can't do it I think one of the cutest ones is that like he takes her pinky and like puts her pinky between both of their lips um, that was really cute. So she's she's the one that's basically being like very restrained about everything regarding that. I mean, she would literally kill him. If... I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, she's the one's like, no, we can't do this. No, no, no. Yeah, he asks, he's like, what if we just did like a second, like a second of a kiss? It's like, what no. about that? And she's like, no, no. no. <laughs> Stop that. Um. So he. He's suffering. They're both suffering. They they want to love each other. And um, they've made a promise, which they made at the end of OG, that they were going to go to the moon together because that's Impy's, like, biggest dream. Mm-hmm. And so Impy's run out of funding, though. Which isn't surprising. <laughs> no, no. So Impy's like, crap. I need a benefactor. I need money. And Saint's like, hey, I know how to help you with that. I know some rich people. Just give me a moment. <laughs> because of course he does. And I guess fast forward to the fact that like, oh, hey, we're meeting with Victoria, the queen of England, <laughs> who wants to be the benefactor, which um, I'm trying to remember in, in the in the text, he calls her like Vicky Q. I think that's it. Yeah. But the Japanese language, he calls her like Victoria Chan, which is pretty funny. Um, and the, the the ridiculous thing is, is, like, she has to basically make it well known. Like, hey, we can't make the country pay for this. This is personal funding <laughs> that I'm giving you. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, in order to fund his moon adventures, she wants him to show off the engineering potential of England because she says that other countries think that it was just Isaac and that was the only one that could ever do anything. So she wants to show that like other people could do it. And also like they're having like another world's fair or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's like, so I like your idea about the moon, but what about the sea? We're an Island. So we can't go to space on an Island. (laughs) <laughs> they decide they're going to make a submarine. Yay. Uh, Which everyone knows, submarines very common during the 19th century. Popular ways of getting around on the on the seas. I mean, I can't remember how many teams died in the, like, Confederate sub, but, like, I would not want to be signing up for that one because they just kept going down and kept going down and kept going nope. down. Once once you're down, you're 
you're down. <laughs> yeah, you're down. No coming back from that. So, um, anyway, they're like, hey, yeah, we'll make the sub. We'll do that. And then you'll give us money, right? So, um, there's an existing team that they're put on. Turns out it's run by Victor. Yay! And so they work together and they're trying to figure out like how to make this sub work. And it was a really funny moment where Cardi is like trying to take notes because she can't really contribute any other any other way. <laughs> and so MP realizes that she's writing everything down verbatim and starts saying like cutesy shit about himself. Mm-hmm. And it and takes her like a full like page. Yeah, I'm sure it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Like, oh, Impy, you're so good. Um, so he's he's struggling to get like all the calculations right and figure out how to make everything work. And like, they can't figure out what the right material is for the the submarine. And basically, like him and Victor, like dying trying to make this happen. Yeah, because that's like the one thing they're they're basically lacking. Because everything else is like, yeah, we got we we understand how to do all this. We just need this material so we don't go in there and just rust to death. Yeah. And um, also there's this part where Victor's like, I haven't slept in three days. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I get that, buddy. <laughs> um, but MP discovers or thinks about, uh, because Cardia mentions Nemo at one point and in the original story on his uh, Nemo ends up crashing the uh, the Nautilus. Yes, into the the river, and doesn't he die? Is he dead or is he in prison? I can't remember. I don't remember. Because in some stories he's dead and some he's in prison, but I think he died. But um, he's like, look, this has been in the river for a year and it doesn't have any rust. Maybe we should use this. And so they do. Um, this is where you get one back and shoulder scene because Cardi just walks in on him taking a shower. And I still haven't figured out, like, why <laughs> other than the fact that, like, they wanted to show me his back, which is fine. But Also, he's just, like, super okay with it. Like, oh, hey, hey, what's up? And then, he- like, later on, he's like, oh, God, you walked in on me naked. <laughs> well, I think it was also because he was, like, lost in thought. Right. And also hasn't slept. <laughs> but it was just ridiculous. It was I mean, just ridiculous. Like, yeah, I'm naked. Yeah, and then she's like, "Man, I'm really sorry about the whole like naked thing. I, I saw you naked." And he's like, "Wait, what? <laughs> when was this?" He like lost his mind. <laughs> um, so that was funny that that just existed. So once they figure out that like Nautilus helm will work for it, they like recreate that material and use it. And then they go on a test. They're like, let's test this submarine. And Cardia panics because she's afraid to be put into a small enclosed space with somebody again because of her, um, her poison. Yeah, but I'm trying to remember the lady's name. I think Ellie is the daughter, right? Elaine. Okay. So she's afraid to be in an enclosed space with him because she's afraid that her poison will kill him. And he's like, no, it'll be okay. We got this. We've all, we've, we've, we've put that in consideration. Do not worry. It'll be a okay. 
so Victor is on the top side crew. And so Cardia and Impy get to go into the submarine. And it works. Yay! And it's really, really cute because Impy's like, yay, this is one step to the moon. And Cardia's like, yeah, it's not really like the moon. <laughs> kind of going the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, it's, it's different. You know, it's it's unexplored, but it's it's not space. Impy's like, oh, you just wait a minute. <laughs> and like, they do some stuff with the lights, and basically, I forget what the stuff is called, but like, the the stuff that like comes up once they land when he does the lighting a certain way, like it basically makes like stars, mm. uh, which is adorable. Like that was so freaking cute. And so, um, that's their first foray into space sort of ocean space, ocean space. So the, uh, the test is successful. They come up and Cardi is like, Hey, I want to talk to Impy because one, I love him and two, he was successful and this is great. And she can't find him the whole party until she finally does. And she's real excited. He's talking to the old man. And by that, I mean, he's talking to the moon. Because that's what, wants, that's what I call the moon, the old man. Because <laughs> he wants the old man to know that like he's making headway into the the goal of getting to the moon so it's cute and then it also turns out that him and victor and all their like submarine time i don't know when they had time to do this but they also made a like cure for her poison <laughs> which is kind of funny because he's like hey i got this other vial here take it drink it drink it drink it drink it right now drink it go 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 go, go, go. <laughs> just do it and then like as soon as he does it he's like time to make out and he says something effective like no chill no chill because like he says that something like he was a man and that it was hard and all that which like wink yeah <laughs> nice nice <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that phrasing came out the way it did uh, so anyway they get to make out everybody's happy they're gonna go to the moon eventually based on um, Victoria's money Did I miss anything on his? Uh, I don't think I thought, so. I thought it was great. I thought it was a really, really good story. Yeah, it was fun. But not as good as Victor's. Oh, boy. Wow. That was the first one that I did because Victor is my favorite. This was and the uh, last one I did. Like, wow, what a way. You know what? To start it or to end it, like, it is a fantastic <laughs> way because it is amazing see this one kind of had the most potential i think going into this to be just not as exciting because for the most part everything's kind of fixed by the end of his route at the at the end of the original game yeah she's she's cured uh everything that happens with victoria gets resolved they don't kill everyone (laughs) and they can all be happy Yay. Yay. So, (laughs) this decides, okay, well, you know, we could have that just, you know, happy, happy, happy 
a-okay route where everything's just hunky-dory and everything's fine or <laughs> we could just make things everything or we could make, we could make, make everything just bat crazy and that's what they did oh yeah and it starts with like some of the cute stuff like it was adorable that uh like she was trying to remind him all the stuff that he like forgot to make sure he has all this stuff and he uh he like comes running back in and he's like i did forget something he's like oh no what is it and he's like i love you and then he just leaves <laughs> i'm like oh <laughs> you're adorable but then stuff starts getting real because it's all like nice and happy and friendly and then saints like hey so well, even, um, well, even before that like that's true so he goes back to working with the government like he basically does with all the routes. Yeah, he does with all the routes. And, like, of course, things are kind of tense <laughs> after what happened. I wonder why. I wonder why. So, like, he has to, like, lay down, like, ground rules, like, hey, I'm not going to work on any weapons or anything like that. Like, look, we're, if I'm going to do this, I'm not doing anything like I did previously. And everyone's like, okay, cool. Uh, like, And then Cardia has to, like, go bring him his lunch and then, like, Van Helsing and dracker there and there's like hey what's up how's it going uh so yeah like all that happens things get resolved and all that sort of stuff then like you were you're mentioning uh saint comes back because he had been basically off doing his own thing like he usually does as throughout most of the routes and comes in is like so something kind of has come up and uh i need you guys to come with me because uh you gotta meet someone. On the bridge. Now. On the bridge. It's like late. Now. <laughs> like it, it's very important. So you go to the, the, the bridge where a bunch of a bunch of things happen within this game. Yep. So prime meeting point. And you're just like, okay, well who's gonna show up here? And then, it, like Cardia mentions that like the sound is basically gone, that like yeah. there's no people and the sound is just absent. And then you hear, like, this, like, ear ringing or, like, this ear-piercing noise. Yep. And it's like, oh, I've I've heard this before. You hear the, like, clanking. Yep. And then it's like, oh, that's Guinevere. That's, that's Omnibus. What the f*** is happening? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, basically we find out, which... I think that's one reason why I like this route so much is that there are consequences and repercussions of her being healed. Yeah. And basically she's like, so, um, you like her, right? Just a little bit. So, um, what if she doesn't die? Like she's, she's artificial. So we don't know her lifespan and there's a potential that her jewel will come back to life and poison everybody again. So, like, what if we just killed her? That'd work, right? And he's like, wait a minute. Wait just a ding-dong minute. I made sure that that's not going to happen. Yeah, he's like, I believe in my science. And she's like, yes, we do too. But you have 55 years left, and you're going to die eventually. So, Drip in peace, buddy boy. Which is interesting. She's like, you have specifically 55 years. and um, Which, I mean, hey, for that time period, that's a good lifespan. Well, I mean... Because that makes him, like, what, like, mid-70s dying? 
Yeah, and I mean that wasn't too. Once you made it out of like your childhood, you were <laughs> you're pretty good. You're pretty good, and unless, so that's, unless that's, you decided to be like I don't know, a very sad poet, and then just decide to kill yourself. Yeah, I mean the issue is that the lifespan, um, like the mortality rates, were skewed because there was so much like infant mortality and child mortality. Right. That like it skewed younger, but actually like once you got to adulthood, you were pretty solid to live to like seventies or eighties pretty regularly. So, um, it wouldn't be too unusual, and especially because Victor is like on the up and up of like science and medicine and stuff. But um yeah, he'd be in his like seventies. I think he's like twenty five, so maybe eighty. Sounds about right. Yeah. So um he's like, Yeah, so you're going to die, and then who's going to deal with her? It's us. We're going to deal with her by murdering her. By murdering her. And, again, Victor's like, No. Just a gosh dang minute. Don't do that? I like her too much. Don't threaten to kill her. Omnibus is like, Okay. New idea. What if you just join idea? And then you become immortal, and then you can always be there. And if there's any kind of issue, you can continue to keep the jewel down. You would just have to work for us and, you know, murder people. That's a good idea, right? I give you three days. Try and figure it out. All right, Kate, thanks. Bye. (laughs) And Saint's like, yeah, man, I'm sorry about that. Look, it's like, hey, I gave... If it wasn't for me, you probably wouldn't have three days. So, like, look, it's bad, but, you know, sorry. Gotta go. Bye. So, (laughs) this basically runs, like, with the antithesis of, you know, his whole shtick of not wanting to do anything where he has to murder people again. Mm -hmm. But he also now realizes, oh, you know, if if I take this, this offer, you know, we could be together forever. And if anything comes up, I could fix it. Yeah. And I mean, I think, I think it is important that he's been so traumatized that his science has been used against people as like yeah. a biological weapon. Like he emphasizes that in pretty much every single rot you ever see him that like that really messed with him. Mm-hmm. Understandably so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like his science led to a genocide. Yeah, that's that's usually not good. Yeah, no. So he's like, ooh, murdering people. Not my know. forte. Yeah. Um, so Cardi is like real confused as to what he's going to do and is very conflicted about the idea of him joining Idea, which I, I keep saying that and I hate saying idea of joining Idea, but I don't know what else to say. The prospect of the joining concept. Idea. Um, anyway, she's not for it. and Well, they're both kind of like going through... Turmoil, oh, well, yeah, he's trying to figure it out, too. He's trying to figure it out, she's trying to figure it out, and they're both trying to figure out, like, okay, what's going to make both of us happy within this three days? <laughs> yeah, that's the big thing, is they're trying to figure out, like, what what makes both of us happy in this circumstance? Because this is a bad, bad circumstance. And she kind of goes into a bit of self-loathing as well, because Omnibus is not not nice with her words to Cardia at all. <laughs> No, doesn't she still call her, like, Isaac's monster or something like that? Pretty much, yeah. 
Yeah, like I don't think she actually calls her Cardia until the very end, but um, like she's still calling her a monster, and it's it's not, not nice. Like not, not not nice. Eve, not nice. get your shit together. Stop being a mean lady. We know you live forever, but like, calm down. You have a dog with a a monocle, so that dog was very rarely used, and it was a huge bummer. I want to know more about that dog. I don't know how anybody could be miserable like she is when you have a dog with a monocle. It's true. Yeah. So they go through the three days or like the two and a half days essentially. And they're both just like, what do we do? What do I do? And Cardia is doing her thing. Uh, Victor is kind of like just incredibly confused because he doesn't know what to do. And then, like, St. Germain comes and, like, has a little chit-chat with him that, that basically kind of sets him straight. He's like, hey, look, as someone who's been through this, yo, don't. you're not going to like this. <laughs> yeah, don't do this. Um, and he also says, like, you know, would Cardia be happy with you, like, giving up what you want to do and all that? Like, right. not murdering people. <laughs> and... <laughs> So Victor basically comes up with a plan C. Plan C. Uh, and he says straight up, like, this is a major gamble. And the likelihood of it working is very, very low. But but before that, isn't this when he's in a meeting with Victoria? And Cardia just comes barging in. <laughs> And just like tackles him to the ground, like, don't do it. Don't join them. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah, she like pins him to the ground. <laughs> and they have and... this huge emotional moment. And Victoria's just sitting there like, oh, ho, ho, ho. Am I interrupting something, you young lovebirds? <laughs> and she's like, but also you're saying some really problematic things that you're going to have to explain to yes, me. You because. Should, uh, you should tell me some things about this idea. Yeah. Like, don't tackle your boyfriend and like, <laughs> I feel like she had, she just had blinders on she did not realize what was happening <laughs> yeah no don't don't tackle your boyfriend and spill out like major world-breaking secrets but you know whatevs it was a cute cg yeah. though also like one of the the fun goofy things about this route was leonhard being just completely oblivious to everything <laughs> when is he not I mean, especially so in this one. It's true. Because <laughs> Victoria and Cardi will just have, like, these these random conversations about, like, relationships. And she'll, like, slyly throw something out there. And he'll be like, well, yes, I will follow you as a knight. Of course I will. That is my duty. And she's like, oh, f- man, come on. <laughs> she's like, maybe I, too, will look into this concept of relationships. And he's like. I guess as queen, that makes sense. That you I will would. support you. I will support you. It's like, oh my god, this yeah. guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah, which I mean, like, she couldn't marry him anyway. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but yes, uh, following that, this is the plan. Plan C. Plan Cardia. Oh, good. I like it. So, um, Victor kind of pulls a Yuna. And he goes to them and he's like... He gets on top of a giant ship and performs a J-pop song to try and soothe the the pains of the world. 
<laughs> um, I was gonna say that he goes to Omnibus and he's like, I don't like your plan. Your plan sucks. Here's a new plan. <laughs> I want to perform a thousand words. Uh, <laughs> now I'm just imagining Victor in that weird. <laughs> um. Wow. Cardi is gonna do the the uh, the backup vocals, the harmonies mm-hmm. with him. Beautiful. Um. <laughs> uh, so he's like, I don't want to join Idea, because I don't want to kill people. And she's like, okay, well, then I guess... Sucks to suck. We'll kill Cardia then. That makes sense. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. I didn't say that either. I would like, I would like to present my counter offer. What if we find a way to give her a regular lifespan? Science. Science. Which even then, she's still like, Omnibus is like, No. <laughs> Look, you could do that. Or we just kill her now. Yeah, like, she was straight up ready to, like, skewer her. Which especially because Saint Germain's with uh, Victor and and Cardia, and then Guinevere's with Omnibus. And they're yeah. both just like, you gonna, you gonna make a move? You gonna fucking make a move? Do it, I dare ya. Yeah, because Saint has, like, his blade drawn and everything. Yep. <laughs> and, um, I mean, it, it. it's like a real, real standoff there. And then, basically, Omnibus is just like, so, you know, about your counteroffer, no. We're not yeah. doing that. Nah. You rejected our offer, so you can get bent. There's no guarantee that that yeah. would ever work. And then she, like, summons, summons in a bunch of... Uh, idea the, apostles uh, yeah like they're, they're like unnamed ones they're not big shots no and everyone's like uh-oh this is bad we're outnumbered we're at, we're very outnumbered and then all of a sudden just like things just get crazy Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh it's so good because all the pals arrive yay friends and it's real good <laughs> so like so what's that about being outnumbered which, like, also they're immortal, so that kind of makes it a little problematic. <laughs> but they still but get beat up. They do. They get beat up, so. And Saint's on their side, and he's immortal, so I guess if. Yeah. Eh. Anyway, they're like, yeah. We're not going with your no. Your no sucks. Don't kill Cardia. And Omnibus is like, hmm, well. You put it like that. I guess <laughs> I could consider this. You are a smooth negotiator, sir. <laughs> you have good pals on your side. <laughs> so, essentially the deal is, okay, yes, we will give you the opportunity to give her a human lifespan. If it doesn't work, then we're going to kill her. And Cardia is like, yeah, sure. I don't want to live anyway, like, if he's not there. <laughs> cool beans. Yeah. So, um, that's the resolution. Yep. We are, uh, we're going to hope that there there becomes a human lifespan or else she's just going to get murdered by, like, Omnibus and her, her crew. But, um... I thought this one was really neat because it actually gave consequences to her being healed. 
Right, and, and I think it's just as well, it's not something you would expect to happen. And um, I know this sounds dumb because it's an Otome, but, you know, a few of the routes were like, well, Lupin's had a lot of it, and Van Helsing's had parts of it, and then, like, even Saints had it as well, that it, it was just like, Here's have relationship drama. Relationship drama. And yeah. like Victor is like, no, we're happy. This is great. But also like, oh no. <laughs> it's relationship <laughs> drama of another kind. <laughs> right, right. And so I, I liked it because it was unique and interesting and not what I was expecting at all. Yeah, I, I knew you like, because you went through this one first and you obviously you were going to be gung-ho about it. Mm-hmm. Which I wasn't surprised. But like, when it got to the bridge scene and, like, Omnibus showed up, I was like, what the f*** is going on? Because, like, you know, like we talked about earlier, like, I was looking for that bonkers with the St. Germain storyline that you got from the first game. And, obviously, mm-hmm. it doesn't carry over here. But, man, does it carry over into this route. And, wow. Yeah, Victor's was by far my favorite route. And, again, it's not just because I like Victor so much. Like, that was a well-written and real exciting route. Yeah. It did a lot for, like, Cardia and the story. It it was awesome. True, 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 true. Well, let's talk about the the new routes. The unique routes. Or new Um, stories, or whatever you want to call them. Yep. Do you have a particular one you want to go through first, or...? Um... I say that what we do is we'll go with Shome. Shome. And then we'll go with the the Mafia and then we'll go with Finnis. Okay. I think that's a good way to do it. So and it's also how we played them. Yeah. So the Hurlock Shome one. <laughs> Which they gave him an accent on the ending E for his name and that was really bothersome because now it's pronounced Sholmay. Sholmay. No one will ever know my name if it's an accented. <laughs> French. French. <laughs> so basically this takes place after the, the train incident and then mm-hmm. kind of goes from there to where Cardia separates herself from the group. That's kind of the, the, the trend here. Yep. For these, these bonus routes. And then Finds herself in the the tunnels of London, where she meets Jack the Ripper, which is similar to another route from the the original game as well. Uh, this time, she's basically saved by an unknown new dude who has a gun. <laughs> and like the first thing he says to you is like, "Don't fall in love with me, even though I'm attractive. I have a wife." I love that. It was like, so good. <laughs> it's just the game being like, "Hey, this guy's not an option. Don't don't even try." <laughs> Yep, it was so funny that that's like the first thing he ever says to you is like, "Nope, I'm spoken for." Uh, Just so because he's adorable. So he introduces himself as uh, Doctor John Watson, mm-hmm. he which is an of course, doctor. yep, of course. Uh, he takes you back to his place just to be like, "Hey, we should probably make sure you're okay and everything." Uh, she sees this picture on his like mantle, and it's a picture of him his wife, and this mysterious purple-haired fella. And she's like, yo, that's that's Herlock Sholmay. Sholmes. Sholmay. Whatever you want to call him. Who? She's like, what are you talking about? That's 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 Sherlock Holmes. That's my buddy Sherlock Holmes. He's dead. (laughs) 
he's dead. He ripped. <laughs> you make it sound like he farted. <laughs> he died of farts. <laughs> and, and she's just like, no, I'm pretty sure I just ran into that dude like not a couple of days ago, buddy. Yeah, he, he's, and he's, he's like, like a private detective here. What the fuck and is going he's on? He's like, he's not even subtle about it. He's a private detective here too. His name's not even that different. He just changed some letters. Well, put an he, accent over an E. He gets really mad when he finds that he's even living on the same street as he used to live. He's like Baker Street. That motherfucker. He's so mad. It's hilarious. The best thing is that eventually, you know, you go meet him, and he's like, "Oh, hey, hey, guys, what's up? Watson, how you doing?" And Watson is like, "I'm gonna." F- Put you in the face. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It was amazing. And and then that just sets off the chain of events of this route. Yep. Not punching him in the face. Not punching him in the face, but you you need a new place to stay. Yep. So you get taken in by those two who have their reuniting and they're like, okay, well, we're going to work together again. Because the reason that he fakes his F, death, death, uh, Sherlock in that case, is that like, oh, I I needed to get off, get people off my trail, and then now I'm going to secretly try and investigate this other person. He's been following this one guy for so long, and he's trying to figure out how to take him down, and he's so close at this point is what he says, and yes. he had to fake his death to kind of like throw him off for a bit. Mm-hmm. And Which, Watson's like, dude, you couldn't even tell me? <laughs> you couldn't send me a letter or something? Come on! <laughs> Which, though, if you remember from the original game, the uh, the Lupin route, yep. we have a good idea of who his antagonist is. Oh, yeah, we know. And that is, uh, we see him a little bit later on, and that is uh, Finnis's second-in-command, good old Jimmy Allister. Also known as Jimmy Allister, trustworthy <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> what about that man comes off as trustworthy? Van Helsing's an idiot, so that's why he thinks that. Uh, but yeah, he's also James Moriarty. He is. That's Which, if you know anything about the Sherlock Holmes story, that's obviously that's a thing. The big rival. That's the big rival. He's a lot more dangerous than this. He's a lot more dangerous, yeah. Like, he just straight up murders Finnis, like, pretty quickly. And he's like, well, dispose of this dude. He's pretty much like, oh, you know, I was pretty on board with your plan of, like, doing this whole Code Realize thing. But then I realized Sherlock's back in town, and I don't need you anymore. So get f***ed. I'm going to go kill this guy now. <laughs> shanks Finnis, and Finnis is, like, bleeding out on the street. And they're like, um... <laughs> This is bad. It's kind of bad. So yeah, that that's basically the antithesis of this whole thing is that uh, Moriarty goes completely bonkers, tries to assassinate Victoria at one point, blames it all on Sherlock and the rest of the group, which extends to Cardia and then Lupin and all of them by proxy mm-hmm. as well. And then, yeah, things just get real bad. Because essentially, um, after, at one point, uh, Sherlock gets captured and he gets in a crucified position with when he's ripped. 
Yeah, he's like shredded. Not, not for dead no ripped, reason. but like shredded ripped. Yeah, exactly. Got to clarify. Like, he's so shredded. I was like, why does he have abs? What's he doing when he's not detective? He's just like doing a hundred sit-ups every day. And Jesus, like none of the other guys are like that shredded. He's just like, well, I'm crucified. Time to like show off my sweet abs. He keeps putting uh, uh, classified ads in the paper and be like, I heard uh, Herlock Chalmay is ripped. I heard he's got an eight pack. <laughs> Along with his uh, his classified ads of like, hey, I know you're out there. Meet me at the bridge. <laughs> you thought I was dead, but guess what? I'm not. Meet me at the bridge. We're going to fight. <laughs> Which apparently, like, he was prepared to die at that bridge, and then Cardia showed up, and he's like, so maybe well, I, I shouldn't I die. die. I kind of like this girl. Which, I'll be real, like, his felt the least real out of all of them in terms of, like, actual affection. Yeah. Um, because the rest of them, like, she hangs out with them and she learns stuff and, like, it feels kind of natural that she would fall for one of them. And then, like, Herlock Chalmay, uh, (laughs) she's, like, staying with him and he's cold and... He's a weirdo. He's really weird. It's it's, it's the byproduct of, like, you know, obviously the other five guys get more attention in the common route for the original game. And he's just, like, he just shows up at random points here and there, so... And she's like, I'm in love with you. I'm like, wait. Okay. Oh, 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 cool. I'm shredded. (laughs) I'm ripped. (laughs) In more ways than one. He's not, he's not really dead. Well, he faked his own death. He ripped, he fake ripped himself and then he got ripped. Yeah, that's what When you fake your death, you get ripped. That's, that's the, that's the, uh, the, the connection here. Go through your Rocky training after you fake your own death. There's no easy way out. There's no shortcut home. Oh my god, I love that song. Um, so anyway, yeah. Um, he shredded. I don't remember where I was going with that. He he puts like a weird wire in his mouth in order to free himself. Because that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, also, he killed Watson's wife. Yes, he did. Which I don't know if they really explained that well. I guess it was because um, like... Moriarty was there or something? So what happens is she was the first test case for the, like, the thing that he used with Van Helsing. Oh, I did not pick that up. Yeah, so she was the test case, and so basically she just wouldn't stop no matter what, and she um, was under Moriarty's control and had orders to kill Sherlock. Mm -hmm. And so um, he's trying to fight with her, while she has a knife and something happens in the fight where like the knife gets twisted and it stabs her instead. Mm -hmm. And so she dies and he blames himself obviously. And Moriarty also blames him because Moriarty's like, Hey, this is what happens when you get involved with people. Yeah. They die. Um, so like Sherlock says that he took Watson's happiness away and, that he doesn't deserve happiness himself and all kinds of, like, angsty <laughs> He's going to go listen to Linkin Park later. Basically. In the end. Doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter. Um, but, yes, it was spread out and kind of 
confusing on how they explained her death, but that that was okay. the case was that she was the first test case of that like super soldier type yeah. mind control. And Watson's like, man. <laughs> well, that's a bummer. You know, I I understand. Still sucks. Yeah, I mean, that was my wife, and she was, like, it's so cute. He loves his wife. He talks about her in, like, the highest ways throughout the story, and then, like, when Sherlock says that he took his happiness away, he's like, oh, God, he killed his wife, didn't he? He killed his wife, she's <laughs> dead, all these positive things he said about her, she's dead, right? And you're like, hmm, like, she's dead. That's all it is, she's dead. And then Or hashtag like, don't date me, got a wife. Then it was like, yeah, Mary's dead. And I was like, so, that means you're not married, right? <laughs> no, you can't date him. He's got a wife. I date him. <laughs> I liked him better than I liked Sherlock. Yeah. He was adorable. He got that weird gun that's like has a belt attached it to it. It has a belt attached to it. That was like so wear rad. It, put it around your pants. <laughs> it was such a cool belt gun thing. It had like a chain. Yeah. It's like a wallet chain, but for a gun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So anyway, he's like, I can't have happiness. Go away. Yeah. But uh, anyways, this whole thing kind of concludes with them going to Buckingham Palace and doing a showdown with Moriarty. Yeah. It's uh, Sherlock, Watson, and Cardia. Mm-hmm. And then like Van Helsing shows up and is like, to Jimmy, why? I thought we were buddies. Why are you such a jerk? And Moriarty's like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you're really stupid. Mind control. Oh, by the way, mind control. Now you're going to kill your friends. And everybody's like, oh, Jesus. Shucks, who could have seen this coming? We can't fight against him. He's like the super soldier, and now he's also mind control. Who also just, just conveniently didn't bring rock salts this time and brought real bullets. Yeah, like the one time that he actually has real bullets with him. Oh, no, I got mind controlled. It's like the last time I brought real bullets. And so Watson's like, yo, I'll, I'll fight. Him. I got this. I'll fight him. I got this. Y'all. I got a gun, too. Go ahead. And you're like, oh, honey, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is going to end very badly for you. And Sherlock even says, basically, like, there is, like, 0% chance of him coming out of this as the winner. <laughs> Let's go ahead. Hey, it's, uh, oh, see ya. Later. So they go to the roof, and they're like, oh. Uh, Maury's like, hey, I got a, I got a, I got a, a whatchamacallit, a, ca- a cure, an antidote for her poison. It's hidden on someone. Someone you know very well. Ho, 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 but I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to keep slicing you up. Yep. Oh, 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 oh. real messed up. He, like, kept stabbing him and oh, slicing oh, oh. him. Was, why are you doing that? Stop doing that sound. It's that's, terrible. That's, that's the Moriarty, I'm very much a jerk laugh. It's terrible. And then basically he's like, why aren't you just, you should probably fight me. I mean, that'd probably be a good idea. And Charlie's like, no. Come at me, bro. I can't do it. And the warrior's like, well, I told you about the antidote, and I told you it's near someone that you know, but I'm not going to tell you. So he's like, 
this is my my final like f you by killing himself and not saying where the antidote was and like well because he's also very upset that sherlock's not like depressed and sad and and despair and alone like like him he's like why aren't you alone like me we could have listened to lincoln park together we were supposed (laughs) to be alone together (laughs) we're supposed to be one and the same not anymore no he's dead now he's he's ripped so (laughs) 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 who do you think would have gotten this antidote and i think the options of like twilight soldier Van Helsing and on Moriarty himself. Right. And, um, which neither of those are the, the correct answer. Yeah. N- none of those are accurate. And, um, it was so dumb. Like, what the actual solution was. It was like, oh, okay. How did she not realize that? But, like, how is it? How did I not realize that this antidote was taped to my neck? Yeah. It's like, on her neck and he like buries his hand in her hair and he's like huh oh, this, this feels really weird do you have like a growth back there <laughs> Happy oh antidote. here it is it should be mentioned that the reason they need the antidote is because he started the process of code realize right and the reason he's not fighting back is that, like more is like hey you gotta kill her she probably do that she's gonna, yeah. she's gonna like explode and death stuff around the entire yeah London. code realize things yeah i forgot to mention that but code realizes is what's going on and that's why right. they need the antidote so bad so they find the antidote she takes it and everything's hunky dory yep the end they get uh, shell made oh i guess previously though before that when they go to the palace to have the final showdown the one thing is like, oh, he gets there. Sherlock gets there before Cardia and Watson does. Yep. They get they roll up there and they just punch him in the face, and it's that, f-ing great. That was the greatest thing is that they both just punch him, and like it's <laughs> it's funny because Watson punches him first and he's like, oh man, wow, why did you do that? And then Cardia like gets him up and then like punches him Whack. again and he's like, what the heck? <laughs> Um, although it should be mentioned that by the end of this route, she is not healed. She's still poison skin. The antidote, I think, helped her stop reverse. Yeah, reverse the code realized stuff. Yep. Yeah. yeah. The best part of this route was the punching. Let's be real. And Watson, like, Watson was wonderful. Clearly, we're going to have to wait until uh, the the next fan disc to figure out what's going to happen next in this route. So there's that. Mafia route? Let's talk about... (laughs) Mafia route is so weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Partially because Cardia doesn't understand ages. No. It's like, it's basically the opposite of everything else within this entire series. It's like... It really doesn't have anything to do with, like, Code Realize or anything. Nope. It's just, like, this weird, wacky side story that happened along the way at some point. Yeah, they don't really clarify when it actually happens. Like, I think it's after the airship race, but I'm not a thousand percent sure. And, like, it's very unclear, but it's ridiculous. It's real good. Uh, Like, basically, the entire premise is like, oh, the the Mafia has kind of made their, their, their footing in London... And they're becoming a little bit more prominent again. And Lupin's on like a, a theft route. 
and he runs into some form of the mafia. He's like, that's that's not good. Yep. They're like and, shooting at him. He's like, yeah. that's, oh. Oh. And then like the following day, Cardi and MP are like working on the car and they realize Van Helsing's trying to cook and MP's like, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Can you like, test drive it? Like I we got someone's got to test drive this and Cardi's like I can do it I'm I'm okay I, I can be by myself guys it's it's cool They're like okay go go you you're fine go so she goes off and does like a little test drive through London and then just this random girl just runs it drives or hops into her car and is like hey can you get me out of here the mafia is after me the mafia is after me and Cardi's like okay cool let's do it drive time so she does that but then they get caught uh but also before that like. This giant man with like a metal claw hand yep. jumps on the car and is like, "Nope." And you're like, <laughs> "What is that?" It's great. So Cardia gets, get so she gets kidnapped, and basically was like, was about to like melt her or like get out of her restraints and everything, and then like one of the underlings is like, "Hey, what's up? You want to come with me?" Gotta show you something. And then she goes to a room where the girl is. And she's like, the girl's like, oh, I'm so sorry this happened. Uh, it's bad. Sorry. And then the mob boss comes in and is like, hey, what's up? And then you realize, oh, they're all family. Yeah, they're... <laughs> they're, they're the Gordon mobster family. Honestly, somewhat harmless. Yeah, somewhat harmless. Also, fun fact. No. Oh? The, uh... The voice actor for the 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 main the the dad, mm-hmm. dad Gordon, uh, he's also the dub voice for Snape in the the Harry Potter films. That's what you said. That's it's hilarious. so dumb. <laughs> um, I mean, it's family in the terms of like mafia family, right? Like, but also, like he is that the girl is his daughter too. Yes, those two are actual. Yes, family. everyone else is family by. Mafia standards. Mafia standards. Um, so he's like, man, sorry about that. I don't know what's going on, but like, we've been having issues with mafia people lately, and even though we're mafia, like... We got yeah, beef with other mafia. <laughs> you gotta understand what's happening. She's like, no, no I got it. It's fine. It's, it's okay. <laughs> and everything's about to be like be very like calm and chill, and then looping and everyone busting like we're taking her back. Which at one point they do try and like put a mouth gag on her, and um, it just it melts, melts, and like they're like, oh, that's neat. Yeah, like they're and- like they're she's like real worried, she's like oh man, they're gonna think I'm a monster, and they're just like oh wow, that's real rad. How did you do that? And she's like, wait, what? You're not How- scared of me? What? <laughs> so they're just like real chill with her. Yeah, so that's part of why she likes them so much is because they treat her like a person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they like blow up walls and Victor is like <laughs> afraid at one point that he might have killed somebody and it's amazing. I like the the break-in. So they like they just take her back and, she, and Cardi's like, sorry, bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this also ties into like uh, the theft thing that Lupin had where he, he steals this vampire treasure statue and Drax like, oh, rad! But then St. Germain's like, uh, by the way, that statue's a fake? If you wanna... The the real statue kinda got destroyed like 200 years ago? So that's not real. By the way... (laughs) And the funniest part is that somebody's like, 
wow, it's almost like you were there. And he's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be crazy, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, uh, so basically this whole thing runs into like, oh, there's a statue that has this name, but also there's a drug. By that there name. is a drug by that name as well. And that's kind of what people are, are trying to get. And there's going to be this huge auction on this boat. And that is up I'm for sale. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's going fast. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's up for sale. And they're like, oh, we should probably stop this. And also the 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 mobsters come in like, hey, what if you guys helped us out? We're sorry for everything. Uh, by the way, we know all about this. So like, you want to help us out with this? That would be real rad. And Cardia and the girl go on like a little girl date and she's like, this is the first time I've ever had a friend my age. And I'm like, homegirl, you're like between 18 and 20 and she's 13. That is not a girl your age, but good try. And like she gets a dress present and Victor is like, I'll treat it for you so you can wear it. It's a super like lavish white dress. It's insane and horrible. So while they're out on their their little girl, girl adventure, date. they meet the uh, the the leader of the the rival mafia Italian. group, who is doing like the whole drug thing. He's very Italian. He's like, "Bozzarella, I hate you." <laughs> and then like the the new girl is like, "I want to literally murder your." Yeah, she's face. like, "I'm gonna f- kill you, you piece of." She sh-. she wants to shank him so bad. But basically, yeah. Go ahead. No, I. She just. She's ready to straight up murder this man. Uh, this is like where they get captured, right? I think. I think so. Yeah. So they get captured, Cardi and Shirley. And then news gets back to everyone else, and they're like, "Oh, bummer!" And then the dad's like, "Oh no, my daughter," (laughs) because he's very he's very overprotective of her. But you understand why once you yes. get through the story. Because there's a, there's basically a whole plot of like why she's why the the daughter's so mad at this Italian guy because yo that Italian mob kind of killed her mom and and also took, her her dad's arm. Yeah, like her dad's missing his arm from like the elbow down, and like he he killed her mom, so she has good reason to be mad at him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they get kidnapped and. So the guys are on a, a rescue mission and because they're the on the boat are, that the auction's on. Yeah, the girls are like. Basically, you get the explanation from Shirley at this point, and I was yelling at Cardia because she's like, "Hmm, I could lockpick this." I'm like, "Girl." <laughs> and then it's also it. like, I could use my poison, but I don't know. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> And, like, at another point, she's like, oh, man, I'm tied up. And I'm like, oh, no, not tied up. <laughs> it's not like you don't know how to untie those or just touch them touch and make it. them fall. Like, Jesus. Use so it to your advantage. <laughs> so the boys come to the, the boat and attempt a rescue mission. And basically they do that. But also the, the mob boss is like, yo, I don't care. You, you want to come to the auction as well? And Here, the boat sails. Get you got to get the girls dressed up, and then everything's going to be fine. You can attend this. I don't care. You're on my boat, so whatevs. It's not like you're going to do anything. Also, 
This dude just has a Glock. Yeah, he has a Glock <laughs> in 19th century London. <laughs> and he f***ing holds it sideways. He does. He he holds it sideways because it makes the bullets go faster. It's true. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. So Cardi has to wear her, her ridiculous white dress, which has a, a big old hat. It's hideous. All the boys are dressed up as mafia men. And they're all individually numbered. Numbered, which we were talking about this because um, Lupin is one. Uh, crap. Victor is five. I think Saint is six. Right? Sounds about that. Basically, there's there's a couple numbers that are missing. Um, well, at, at this point, the only one we know of that's missing is four. And yes. I, I, I've decided that that's because... Drac is sitting at home at the mansion. Well, they, they mentioned him. Yeah, they mentioned him. He, like, oh, he's off doing something for us, but they never yeah. like really say what. They never say what it was, but I'm assuming that he was number four. Yeah, that would make obviously that makes sense. Yep. And so, never... were you gonna say something? Sorry, I mean cut you off. Just, just the outfits are great. Yes, they are. So they have time to kill in between, like getting dressed and then like the, the the auction kicking off for realsies so like they try and investigate the entire boat and try and figure out okay where's this where's the drug hiding oh and shirley is in the same outfit yeah they, so they'd like, be like oh you need to change and then she doesn't change yeah <laughs> and then eventually she disappears and gets like retaking hostage yep and it's all bad uh but they eventually they figure out exactly okay what's happening because like someone starts to freak out while drinking the the booze yep and then they're like oh they're just mixing this in with the booze that's real bad so like hey everyone don't drink the booze and then that kind of clicks with them be like okay if they're mixing it with the booze and it's not any other like storage area oh what if it's with the food yep so that kind of clues them in like oh hey we found it and then the auction comes about, and then they just they hijack it and do this like <gasps> weird skit. <laughs> the good CG. The good CG. Oh man! So basically, uh, Victor's able to like create an antidote or a, a neutralizer for it, because essentially what happens is if you like taste the drug, then you get hooked on it, and so yeah. that's what he's trying to do is hook everybody on it, but. Victor's like, you thought, <laughs> and they basically take out like a bunch of champagne glasses and do like a neat waterfall of champagne, and they who, they put the neutralizer is, in it. Who else is it's it's Lupin, it's Lupin Cardia. and Cardia. I thought there was someone else with them as well. In the CG, it's just those two. Um, well, Victor, was there someone Victor, else on stage? Was there? I thought there was. Maybe I'm wrong. I think Victor was off to the side. Okay. But basically, they're just like, on the mission. like Lupin does the whole thing. Cardi's like, ah, look at this. Ah. It's beautiful. And it's like all sparkly and Lupin's winking and I love it. Everyone's just like, oh, this is nice. Wow. This is planned. And they're like, bah. <laughs> the mafia guy's like, at first he's just like, well, that's a bummer, but eh, whatever. It's not like it's going to do anything. anything. And then there's like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is a neutralizer, so everyone's going to get not hooked on your drug. And he's like, oh, pull up my Glock. <laughs> the Glock. So that leads to a whole showdown with everyone. 
the mafias are fighting each other. As you do. As you do. Uh, they basically go up to like the top of the the boat or the deck. That's the, that's what that's called. Mm-hmm. And they have another thing, but like they get outnumbered. And they're like, "Oh no, this is real bad. We're gonna get killed again." <laughs> again. Because it's like the the dad and the daughter, are like, "Oh, this is a this is real bad." And like Hardy's up hostage. there too, yeah. And then all of a sudden, a car just comes out of nowhere and's like, "Hey, hello, what's up?" <laughs> comes to save the day. Turns out, um. There was a car that number seven was guarding. Yep. Which number seven was Cece and full on in costume. Real good. And they decided that Saint was going to drive up a ramp of stuff in the car. And Van Helsing was going to shoot a hole into the roof and they were going to ride the car onto the deck. As you do. And they did. So that gives them the upper hand. They're able to to get off the boat. Except for Saint, he stays behind. He stays behind, and then they they drive away, thinking like, "Oh, everything's fine. We're we're in the clear. We got the we got those guys." <laughs> and then Italian guy turns like, out, bitch, you thought. Uh so the Italian guy has a tank. A tank. Yeah, your 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 everyday normal nineteenth century tank. <sighs> God. That was a noise. So we get no. this like giant chase through um Liverpool. Liverpool. It's just the the tank just driving after the car. And shooting at and it. Shooting. And also there's this points where it turns into the the like the, the penultimate boss fight from Metal Gear Solid 3 where the Italian dude's just like standing on top of the tank just shooting at them. <laughs> it's real, man. It's something. It's ridiculous. Oh my god. And so, uh, I think it's Lupin who comes up with the plan. And he's like, you know what? Just run straight into that building. <laughs> and everyone's like, that's a bad idea. He's like, nah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so they do that, and that disables the tank. And they're able to basically get everything under control. And everyone's like, yay, we did it. And then Saint comes up and he's like, hey, everyone, good job. By the way, the cops are going to show up any moment because I kind of took all the valuables from the boat. <laughs> Maybe get in the car and let's drive. We should probably leave. And you see her like later be like, Lupin. <laughs> Which is so funny that Saint's just like, so I stole everything. <laughs> Um, and you find out in the after story, it's like, so basically after the cost of like fixing, uh, Impy's car and paying the price to fix the things in Liverpool, they're in the red. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, that's, that route's something, man. It was, it was funny. It was so good. It It's something that you kind of need after like with everything else being like very serious. Yeah. And also just, like, a cool thing to see, like, oh, well, we can put these characters in, like, a completely wacky and goofy situation, and it can totally work. It works, yep. So that's something. Oh, man. What a good, what a good thing. I liked it. What a good, good thing. Good, good thing. Also, apparently those characters show up in the in the next fan disc as well, so 
Hopefully oh. it was something equally as good. I hope so. Uh, and then I guess to round it out, we have the fitness route. So this was the one I think was the most surprising because I was I was worried going into this, knowing that but this was a thing. Fair, because after playing Period Cube and finding yeah. out that her brother was a romanceable route, I was like, yeah. ooh. Um, I will say straight up, guys. Finnis is not romanceable. Thankfully. <laughs> Thankfully. Um, that made me happy. It's more of like her like trying... Sorry, go ahead. go ahead. I was going to say it's more of her trying to make him understand and feel like sibling love, like familial love. And also um, kind of like a redemption arc for him. It is a redemption arc. And it, it, it worked really, really well because yeah. I actually came out of this liking Finnis, whereas... Every other round, I'm like, I hate you, Finnis. Essentially, it kind of, it goes in the same path as, like, the Lupin route mm-hmm. in, like, a little bit of ways. But it's like, okay, what if Finnis had been more influenced by Cardia and was able to to change things in a way that, obviously, he couldn't in, like, the other routes? Yeah, because Cardia basically, like, ends up at the the cathedral stronghold and is like, I'm just going to stay here for a while and try and like talk to him and figure out like what's going on. And he's very resistant to what's going on. But um, you start seeing cracks in his armor. Like at one point he, um, he gets his hand burnt and she gives her handkerchief thinking like, Oh, you can wrap it up. And he's like, that's dumb. Why would you do that? And (laughs) like like, Alistair's like, Yo, that's that's gonna make things worse. <laughs> yeah, and then like later on when you see his art, you see that his hands always like bound in the the pink mm-hmm. handkerchief. So like that's a bit of the like okay, he's he's got cracks in that facade. But another big thing about this is that hey, ideas back. Yeah. And they're not happy. No. And we get to meet a new apostle. It's the police. <laughs> That's actually a fire truck. It's the fire two, truck, man. Two fire trucks. One thing that I do want to say before you talk about the new idea guy. Okay. Is that um, it's it's kind of hinted at throughout OG Code Realize that the big reason that Finnis is so dedicated to the concept of Code Realize is that he's looking for acceptance and love from his dad. Yeah. Isaac. Because he feels like Cardi is the one who gets all the attention and the love, and he just wants some of that. And so you see this a lot more in this route, and it becomes important. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of family love, let's talk about the new apostle. Oh, boy. Man. So you mentioned this, that this was a character in the game. And I was like, okay, that makes sure. Yeah. I could buy that being a character in this game. Did not think they were an apostle of idea, though. Um, so the newest uh, apostle that you meet is <laughs> Hansel from Hansel and Gretel. Mm-hmm. Which, God, of course. Yeah, sure. But they make it like the most tragic thing in the entire universe. Yeah, it's, it's messed up. It's so messed up. Um, because you see him... And he he kind of looks. We mentioned this. He looks like Robin from a uh, Fire Emblem, yeah. a lot like Robin, but he carries around this giant fork with a ribbon on it. 
And it's got a lot of chains too, but the ribbons. It's a big old fork. It's a big fork, and that's his weapon. So, um, basically, Idea is tasked with taking them both down because they don't want Code Realize to start. So, they're like, well, if we kill Finnis and Cardia, then it won't start, right? Everything will be okay. Yep. So yeah, that's the that's the whole thing. That's it. Which, that's the story. <laughs> which Kidding. I guess we still have like there's still big members of idea that we still don't know because we get two yeah. of them from this game, which yeah, makes me wonder if like they they add to those in like the the next fan disc or what? Because like you could go just ridiculously crazy places with with whatever you want with these because apparently. They can be whoever they want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there's what thirteen of them. I th- it's a, it's it's a a big group, I think. So yeah, that that probably sounds about right. And so we know Saint, we know Guinevere, we know uh, Hansel, mm-hmm. and then the other guy wouldn't count anymore because he's dead. Well, I mean, he was still he still would count. He was only I dead mean, in the Saint Germain one because Saint Germain kills all of them. It doesn't kill all of them. He just kills him. No, he killed he killed a bunch of them, didn't he? Because that's and, that was the whole thing of an, an OG code realized that hey, he had to kill all the oh the, well. The I mean, in Saints Route, he killed them. Um, they show it in a flashback that he specifically was sent to kill that guy because of his but work he, on the the Philosopher's Stone. So he he assassinated that guy. But he was still a, an apostle. He was a former apostle, yeah. but I assume that he got a replacement. Because it would be weird if they're like, we have 13, but like, one of them's dead. <laughs> but regardless, we know at least of, of four. Yeah. So. And so, Hansel is our newest one. Yeah. Big old fork boy. And he actually has art, so. And he's married. He he, he, he likes to stab. A lot. A lot. He stabs a lot of Finn's copies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, like, we got that. That's the whole, like... That's the whole crux of like, oh, they want to make sure this doesn't happen. So whatever, just kill them, and then that'll be a okay. And Hansel specifically asks for this task. He's mm-hmm. like, I feel like it should be me that kills the twins. Yeah. And again, that goes back to like how tragic they made the story. Which do you want me to talk about that? Sure. Okay. So I'm sure everybody knows the story of Hansel and Gretel. You know the the house in the woods that is made out of candy and the witch and all that. So how they frame it in this story is that um, there is a massive famine in the town where they live and their mom and dad basically have been rationing so that they have like a little bit of bread and a little bit of soup every day to survive. And they get excited one day because their mom makes cookies. And like, oh, wow, this is cool. And I so love cookies. Mo- yeah. Their mom's like, so why don't we go out into the woods and eat these cookies? Um, you know, that'd be fun, right? And so they go out into the woods and they're eating the cookies. And the mom says that she's, where does she say she's going? Uh, I don't remember. Anyway, she leaves for a bit and Gretel's like, well, you know, she's been gone a long time. Do you think maybe she found the house and is eating it on her own? And um, Hansel at this point realizes what happened, which is the fact that 
their mom abandoned them in the woods because they were two more mouths to feed that they couldn't afford. Yeah. And so they're trying to walk through the woods and find a way to get somewhere so that they can live. And um, it implies that it's been a while that they do this because Gretel starts like becoming weaker and at one point it gets to the point where he's having to like drag her along the the woods and she suggests at one point like hey why don't you eat the last cookie that mom made that that would be a good idea right and so um he does that and she dies but he keeps carrying the body and uh he ends up coming across omnibus's house mm-hmm and um he's like are you the one with the the house and she's like well not really but you know if you want to live forever i can make that happen and his wish is essentially to like be with his sister and so she turns gretel into the fork because she can't bring someone back to life she can't bring somebody back to life so um she turns her into the weapon, and so the ribbon is hers. And uh, so that's his way of being connected with his sister. So he feels like the two, him and his sister, should be the ones to take out Cardia and Finnis because of the, the sibling thing. And it's really tragic. Like, it's way sadder than the actual story. Because mm-hmm. um, we never really find out what happened other than they were abandoned. Like, we don't know what happened to the family after that, but... Um, he basically finds a mother figure in Omnibus, which is probably problematic in and of itself because she's not very... Yeah. Yeah. So, time to go kill some some Finnis's Fina. I, I don't know. Don't know the plural. I don't, I don't know the plural, but... Um, there's been like the the rhetoric throughout the arc of like him just being a doll because there's so many of him and that his consciousness is a part of Isaac's and the big sphere thingy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I, I'm expendable, I'm replaceable, you know, nothing about me matters. And Cardia is not about that. And um, you start to see again that he he's uh, kind of breaking off in a way. Right. And Isaac realizes that. And so um, at one point, the finish that we've been dealing with, like, falls to Earth from Nautilus, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, Isaac cuts the connection between the two of them. So he basically says, like, you're a useless doll, you're done, whatever. But that Finn is still is able to survive because, like, they're like, oh, the, the trees and brush was able to cushion your fall that you fell off that giant airship. <laughs> yep. Wow. Amazing. Also, you got stabbed through, like, by a fork once, but that's okay, right? <laughs> you're fine. Yeah. Uh, which, which coincidentally enough, uh, Lupin and the gang are the ones who find him and like, hey, okay, we're gonna patch you up, buddy. They fix him and like he's like standing in a room all patched up and like fighting with Deli and it's wonderful. It's real good. And he's just like, I don't want I don't want anything to do with you guys. 
Drag is like, I'm a vampire and I'm done with this. I can't <laughs> fight him anymore. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. He's so grumpy. And Cece's like, this is great. We have a new person. <laughs> I like new people. <laughs> Pet me. So this kind of like basically parallels the uh, the Lupin route for like, oh, everyone's going to get on a big old ship. We're going to fly up to Nautilus, try and get on board, try and stop this whole thing from happening. Yeah, Code Realize has begun and Cardia's in her water ball thing. Water ball, like her hair pigment got taken out and all that nonsense and so they're like, hey, we're on the airship. We're going to do this. And um, they plan to send Van Helsing out in the in the Van Helsing hammer. Ham, <laughs> not hammer. Uh, cannon. cannon. And Fitness is like, no. I got this. And like, what? No, it makes sense to send our combat guy. Or Lupin because he's stealth. And Fitness is like, I'm the ultimate stealth. There's a thousand of me <laughs> on there. I got this. And so they send him. And he runs into um, Alistair and Nemo almost immediately. And they're and obviously, like, with how things have gone, like, all the fitness copies are, like, just just that. There's copies at this yep. point. So, like, he just rolls up, like, hey, guys, what's up? And they're like, hmm, that's suspect. Hmm. Doesn't and, Alistair, like, hold a blade to him at one point? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Whoops. we should probably get rid of you. He's like, but reconsider. You could not get rid of me. And like, ends up giving Nemo like this ultimate pep talk. Because before that, Nemo had met uh, Isaac and Isaac was like, I don't care about you. Get, yeah. Get he's like, here. you suck. You're not as good at science as I am. And he's like, what? <laughs> no. And then Finis is like, hey, he's going to keep, he's not going to recognize you. Like, just, just. Just realize that now. And he pleads to Alistair, and Alistair's like, Oh, this is funny. I didn't ever expect this. Okay, we'll go we'll go deal with things. You go do your thing. Whatevs. Which I think it is a good parallel that Nemo like loses his mind because he can't get acceptance from Isaac, who he's always wanted acceptance from, and then like that's the same thing that happened with Finnis. Mm-hmm. So Finnis is actually able to relate to somebody at that point where he's like, I get how you feel as a human. This is important. <laughs> so he's like, okay, past you guys. Time to keep going. So he goes to the big room and uh, Isaac's there. Uh, Hansel eventually shows up and then he's able to to pull Cardia out of the water bubble thing. Out of the water bubble. And then Hans was like kind of just there the entire time like do I do I do I do, I do this? He's I like, killed well, a bunch of these copies but. He's like technically Code realizes is kind of like not happening because he took her out of the thingy. What do I do now? <laughs> just shrug shoulders the entire time. Yeah so he's just kind of there while everything's happening and like the ultimate Isaac Finnis is still there plotting <laughs> <laughs> I forget how he goes down I forget as well <laughs> the gist of it is he goes down 
and then they are, they're able to destroy the machine. Yep. And so, like, there's no more Finnis copies. There's no more like Finnis brain in the in the machine. Han Hansel's like, well, okay, then my job's done. <laughs> I guess. Look, this is a different way than I thought would happen, but it's the same result. So, yeah, I guess that's it. Later, guys. <laughs> so, um, Finnis realizes that like he never gets Isaac's acceptance and love but he has his sisters and so it's really cute mm-hmm. and man the normal ending is really tragic but oh, the, that's a bummer. the true ending is is nice so they basically go back to like their um the original home yep and start to like clean it up and like hey we're just gonna we're gonna chill here now it's funny because they get in like <laughs> sibling squabbles <laughs> He's like, why are you going to go to London and see those those idiots? You are uh, just there. You're just there. You're just going to make, make me do, me all, the do work. all the work. <laughs> She's like, well, you can come with me. It's like, fine, I guess. It's so funny. But yeah, that, that route went ways that I was not expecting. And it was a lot more fun than, and a lot more intriguing than I guess I was really expecting. Because they easily could have went with like, Oh, Cardia turns bad and just goes with them for the fun of it. Yeah, like that sort of thing, or like like we talk about, like oh, make him a dateable route. Which, ugh. 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 I mean, they did it in Period Cube, so yeah. it's not. Thankfully, this isn't Period Cube. I liked this route a lot. Yeah. Um, and it did a lot for Finnis, which was helpful because he's been kind of like generic villain guy mm-hmm. um, through most of the routes. So this kind of gives him a bit more of a personality and a bit more of like an understanding of what, what his psyche was because it turns out like, and you find this out through this route, Cardia was made using cells of the original Cardia, but he couldn't save any of Finnis. So Finnis is like completely rebuilt. And so he kept building new Finnis's and every, every single time he'd like start one up, he's like, who are you? Mm-hmm. And so Isaac essentially like got to the point where he was done with it. And he's like, I don't, I don't care about you anymore. Like, I do not care because you don't know who I am. You are not my son. And so even when he builds Cardia, like he's like, yay. But then all of a sudden he's like, oh, but she's just a copy. So it really doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it's, it's real tragic how like it's explained, but, um, I, I liked this route. Yeah. Uh, I guess the only thing that we have left to talk about is uh, is Drakchon, our, our deli. Which those are just a little fun, little goofy moments of like, here's him doing stuff around the house, getting to, trying to buy stuff, getting water all over himself. He's bad at cleaning. Bad at cleaning. He thinks Event Helsing's treats are the best treats and everybody else suffers. <laughs> Um, he likes to nap, which, I mean, yes. Same. Yeah. Um, I thought it was neat, though, that, like, it ended with, like, a future projection of what he would be like, and I was like, wow, that's really neat. Also, he was kind of attractive as an adult, <laughs> um, which was weird, because he's, like, 12 in the game, but, um, it shows like that he would be like a humanitarian and that he would still be like scrappy. And I mean, it was, it was really, really neat to, to see like what 
Cardia thought that he could become. And he's like, what? What did you see? He's like, nothing. He's like, <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry about it. So, um, it was neat. And then finally we got the CG, which we were bummed that it wasn't an oh. actual game show. So there was like, there was a CG that we saw in like the pre-release materials of like, oh, it's a quiz show. And I was like, oh, is there, a, is there a quiz show in this game? That, that so would good. be rad. But it turns out it's just a, a, a a big CG of the characters doing a quiz show, which is still it's, good, but it's disappointing that it's not like an actual feature. It is disappointing, but the CG was wonderful, and it it really showed everybody's personalities very very well. I so, agree. that's essentially the fan disc. That is. It was wonderful. Like it, it actually did a lot more than I thought that it would do, and. This is my first experience with a fan disc in general. Mm-hmm. And so it was exciting to get to go back in and see the characters that I like. And it kind of felt like a real extended like DLC. Yeah. But um, I would definitely a thousand percent pick up the, the second one. Yeah, the, same. Or the third in the series, but the second fan disc. Which hopefully they, they bring out because like obviously you know, so. we don't know, but... It would be a lot of fun if they did, because if it's anything like this one, then it could be real goofy and fun in the same ways that that uh, this was. So, yeah, I mean, I was really, really blown away by how good this was. Um, the one issue that I had with it is there were a lot of typos. Yeah, a lot of typos. Like I already mentioned the Leonhart one, where it's like color eight Leonhart, color zero, but it's definitely something that it looked like it should have gone like at least like maybe a one or two pass throughs of the script, but, but obviously like this is a huge dialogue heavy game. So right. These types of things are going to happen in visual novels in general, but you know, maybe at some point they're like, they can patch those out or something. So. And I mean, honestly, given like how much content we got and everything, I can overlook typos. Right. Um, and some of them were funny, like the the Leonhart one. But uh, and the one other thing that it's not bad. It was just weird. I still cannot figure out why they used the Irish word for jail. I just love typo. None of them are Irish. I mean, there's there's some question on whether the vampires are Irish. Um, because I know at one point, like they're talking about putting like the vampire colony in Ireland and there's another time where they talk about putting it in Scotland so like who knows on that but I was like why why are you using that word shrug shoulders yeah I don't know but otherwise I loved it (laughs) well that's good realize again I love Code Realize. <laughs> Please keep giving me content. Nice. Yeah, n- nice. Nice, <laughs> nice. Nice long episode. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Well, we should uh, let's wrap this up. Let's do it. Let's do that. Uh, if you want more from us, go to seasonlanguagecheckup.com or sac.cool where you can find past episodes of this podcast and the other two Code Realize episodes, like the one about the, the game proper and one where we talked about the anime adaptation. And you can also find other podcasts like The Season Language Checkup and Jared and I Watch Sailor Moon Crystal. And can find columns and reviews on the site as well. There's a lot of stuff. So much stuff. So many 
many things. If you want more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got stuff. Less things. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. It's got stuff. Like AMVs. Like, well, no. I mean, they could ask us if they want. True. But those aren't necessarily on the, the Twitter right now. Okay. There's a there's a picture of Loki, though. And it's beautiful. Uh, you can support the podcast on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. If you're like, wow, this is a great podcast. It's real nice. What if I gave nice. these people a dollar? And be like, yay. That's a thing. Next week, what if we get real fooly and cooly? Nice. Because that's the thing I could probably watch between the, the this this right now and next week. Yeah, I think so. So it, yeah, it'd be easy. We'll probably uh, we'll probably talk about that next week. One anime that I've actually seen that Jared has not somehow. True. The the rare exception. The rare exception. <laughs> so yeah, we will we'll discuss that next week and uh, other stuff. Also, before we go, Victor remains best boy. I'm done. The definitive, the definitive answer. Yes. Nice. <laughs>